0: Life Strength and Health Podcast, Episode 1.
1: We're settling for disease. We think this is it. It's like a life, it's a death sentence. But it's not really. We can, we can overcome and we can be well, but it's going to take detoxing and letting go of some of those old habits that have walked us into a dead zone.
0: Welcome everyone, this is Life Strength and Health Podcast with Jamal and Kim, where each and every week we educate, empower, and inspire you to live healthier. So let's dive into the show. Hi, Kim and Jamal here, and welcome to another episode of Life Strength and Health Podcast. Today we have a very special guest our special guest today is highly respected within the holistic health industry. She has helped thousands of people to improve and optimize their health. And I was fortunate enough to do some training with our special guest um, earlier on in my holistic health journey. And I just wanted to share really briefly, um, earlier on on my uh, holistic health path, I initially focused on uh, my diet and physical fitness, which are, you know, key components to living a healthier lifestyle. But with my training, I learned some valuable life changing information. And one of the things that really um, stuck with me and it still is with me today is when I learned the correlation between negative emotions and imbalances that can develop within the body, especially in women. Um, as women, if we hold on to negative, negative emotions such as hatred, anger traumas that we have experienced in our life if we hold on to these emotions and harbor them they will eventually lodge into our wombs, into our reproductive systems, and if we do not release these negative emotions, they are become detrimental to our health and can lead to imbalances within the body. And during my training, we learned to acknowledge these negative emotions and release them. And for me, uh, my personal experience, it was life-changing. It was liberating, and it was so freeing, um, my experience, and that experience allowed me to step into my power. It allowed me to step into my true authentic self and it allowed me to step into my sacredness. So without further ado, I would like to introduce you to our special guest, Queen Afua. Queen, are you there?
1: I am totally here with you. Thank you for having me.
0: Oh, thank you for taking the time to uh, to discuss some very important topics today.
2: Yeah. How are you, Queen?
1: Everything is well, thank you.
2: That's good. Again, thank you. Thank you for, for joining us and uh, Everyone out there, if you've never gotten a chance to hear Queen speak, I advise you to pay close attention and you want to replay this podcast a couple of times and I'm sure each time you play it, you'll get more insight and, and understanding and understanding of the things that we're going to talk about today. So let, let's jump into uh, to this whole topic for today.
0: Yes. And um, before we dive in, um, for those of you who haven't had the opportunity to know who Queen Afua is, let me share with you a little bit about her. Queen Afua is an internationally renowned holistic health specialist and lifestyle coach on a mission. For nearly 40 years, Queen Afua has presented her liberation through purification message in publications, on television and radio, at NASA, in hospitals, colleges and universities throughout the USA, and via satellite around the world. Her mission to teach, especially African-Americans, the art Science and joy of natural living reaches even a celebrity clientele including Stevie Wonder, Ayanla Van Zant, and Erica Badu. Queen is the author of bestsellers: Heal Thyself for Health and Longevity, Sacred Woman: A Guide to Healing the Feminine Body, Mind, and Spirit, The City of Wellness: Restoring Your Health Through the Seven Kitchens of Consciousness, Overcoming an Angry Vagina: Journey to Wellness, and Man Heal Thyself: Journey to Optimal Wellness.
2: Yeah, and you, you know one of the things that I really appreciate about you, Queen, is you know as as help. How- As fellow health practitioners um, and just understanding the path and following a lot of people in the field, you know, it's a lot of information out there and it's very helpful. But um, your ability to take all of that information and to package it in a very presentable and digestible form that motivates people and that that pushes people to actually be able to to follow it in the practical way is is where the power at and that 's really amazing and um, you're, you're just doing some really really great work and um, to really dive into um, Queen can you tell us a little bit about your personal journey and your personal journey, and you know what led you on the path of um, helping people to heal themselves.
1: Well, my personal journey—I actually started as an artist, um, but I was a sick artist. I got on this path at age sixteen because I was chronically sick. I was—I had chronic asthma, allergies, eczema from head to toe, PMS, headaches, arthritis. So as Samuel Heyman says, I was really sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I didn't think uh, in my gut that we really had to live in a state of sickness. I didn't know where or how I was going to get well, but I knew that I could. And as was like two weeks after I started thinking like that. The possibilities, someone invited me to come on a retreat. And that uh, retreat was three days, and it changed my entire life. I on that retreat extremely sick. And I came from that retreat detoxing. I did job of detoxing my lungs because I was eating healthier now for the first time. I was on an all American toxic diet. And when I went there, it was all vegetarian and vegan food. And I started to do that. So I did some fasting while there, I did the juicing and the teas. And my eyes opened up to a whole new way. But the second day of being at the retreat, and the first day I did a fast, I didn't know I was going to do a fast, but the asthma kicked in when I got plants and the trees. And that night I sat up in front of a fireplace, I didn't know that was a part of my healing, that heat, and those liquids, and that water, and that tea, until the next day, when for one hour, the mucus just drained out of me. And as it was draining out of me, my lungs were coming back without the medication, without the injections, and I remember picking up a book, Great Gregory, with Mother Nature, while I was there, and I remember hearing um, healers talk about yoga, practice, meditation, and vegetarian lifestyle, and the lifestyle that I'm living now. And I came home, and I continued to walk this path. I never looked back. And it took me 221 days to really get rid of the sickness that I started out with, and working on myself daily, cleansing, purging, taking healing baths and enemas, and juicing and applying what I learned at that retreat. And uh, people used to come to my home back then to visit my friends, and they would get well. They, just, they would eat what I would eat. I wouldn't let them bring any brown bags in my kitchen. And uh, they had to live like me in order to come to my house, and they did. <laughs> and everybody got better. <laughs> so I got caught up in the rapture. I couldn't, never, I couldn't stop. I had to keep going with this healing. It was a, It's a miracle to me. That we, it was a miracle then. It's a miracle now that we don't have to learn to live with sickness, that we can be well. So I'm still on the journey.
2: Yeah, that's an amazing story. You know, one of the things that I notice um, is that the best healers, the best people to help people to heal themselves are the ones that have healed themselves first and that have went through something and because of that, they're like a living testament, and that motivates them. And people see that kind of coming through them because they have that that confidence and, knowing. and yeah, of knowing that this stuff is serious and that and that it really works. Mm-hmm. So so I think that's amazing. And and from your perspective, just looking at the state of health in our country, and I know you travel in um, other countries. Like, what do you think the state of health is right now in our country?
1: Well. There's um, a dividing line. So on one side of the line, um, we have the fast food industry is extremely powerful, you know, with the marketing and placement. And on the other side, there is holistic health has um, blossomed profoundly. It's a trillion dollar business um, in the United States. So people are having choices now. They see. People are now starting to change. My community is starting to change. I'm I'm moving into a holistic lifestyle. And the internet, a lot of information on the internet, people are surfing and studying and becoming self-empowered, and people are talking and sharing. So I'm seeing a shift and a change. Um, And overall, this last book that I worked on, um, Circles of Wellness, and this is a guide to planting, cultivating, harvesting wellness, I see that... um, That we can get well, we have to form circles. We have to come into conscious circles. Whatever circle you're in, our parents used to say, depending on um, your circle, that's who you are. So, if we make conscious efforts to have healthy circles with wellness attached to it, connected to it, then we will come out of our state of disease. It wouldn't wouldn't be such a dividing line because right now there's a health disparity with an African American community. And so, we right now have the highest. Um, Incidents of, of all diseases from diabetes, to pressure to obesity, to um, cancer, to prostate cancer, fibroids, tumors. We rate the highest of all those diseases. So it could be, you know, sad if you look at it and decide um, this is how it is, but it's not how it is. I believe that you being, having this radio show, blog talk, and me doing my portion, and we all doing our portion, well, we do have we can make a shift and change about people, but we have to just galvanize um the circles and make them stronger. I would even to look at this as a circle this morning, and that anyone who's ready should come on in to the circle of healing, get a, get the healing, and then create a circle. And then as opposed to moving and circulating disease, we will circulate wellness. But there is a definite dividing line and um I remember speaking to speak Bob Law from back in the days of night talk radio personality. He did his research. And he found that um, the fast food industry, there's six times more fast food uh, restaurants in the black community than in any other community. Wow. Yeah. So between that and the marketing, when I see the marketing, um you see it on television. One time I remember there was a meal so I know it was a commercial. I thought it was a, a, a show. I said, so, oh, look at them loving each other, young black couple. And um, and after they loving each other and talking all lovely, da 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 (laughs) da.
0: I remember that too.
1: (laughs) Then we got grandmother's biscuits and you know wow this is like grandmother's biscuits and grandmother coming how she tastes the biscuits that's another commercial. And then she said this is just like my biscuits da 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 da. (laughs) It just goes on and
3: on.
1: (laughs) It's like they come you know then they provide. um, uh, for many of the spiritual houses, they provide finance so that one can have um, the gospel fest. And um, and so we become uh, attached to that, that supports, You know, one hand is being supported, the other hand is being destroyed. So it's very intense marketing um, towards us, cheap food, convenience. Uh, we're tired. We just grab something, grab and go. Uh, we work hard. So, you know. I remember one of my students. He came. He came looking for me. Um, he said he was from Florida, and he uh, said his mother used to come home. And she said, "What do you? Which one do you want?" She would mention three of the fast food restaurants to her, to him, and his brother and sister. And on her way home, she would just go and pick up those, and that would be her norm. Mm-hmm. And so that's you know it's and you can see it. I mean, when it when it first came out, I'm not calling my corny name. But they had little place centers for children and parties,
3: mm-hmm. yeah. So
1: they would get us early on, right? And in that whole cesspool, and then there was a whole thing on the front cover of the New York Post. Um, they called them savages. These are three or four young women um, who would who actually beat someone almost to death in a fast food restaurant in a neighborhood, and they call themselves savages. And they right inside of that restaurant. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's a connection, there's a culture of disease and sickness. So we have to be real vigil, you know, it's um when I went to London they have beautiful fast food restaurants. <laughs> mm.
3: They're
1: very swank, you yeah, know, to get us um consumed and pulled in. Right. So we have to really detox and you know, to be able to overcome the
2: pull. Yeah, and it's interesting because you, you talk about this uh dividing line. And um, it's almost it's almost like a, a, a delusion that's put out there. We, we get so many people that come into the office and they say that they're on a path of health and they say that they're healthy. But then when you look a little bit deeper at what their definition of health is, it's like our our country overall has this kind of definition of what health is. And it's really not health. When you look at it for what it is, like all of the things that we're going to get into today that you do, they're not doing those things like their definition of health is, you know, they go get their checkup, um, everything test out fine. They're OK, you know, and it's like they just go and wait until they hear something bad. Um, and so so the method of detection is more of practicing um, good health nowadays. So so why why do you think that? You know, now more than ever, it's important for people to really take their health seriously and and try to, uh, you know, really take their health to the next level.
1: Well, what I've seen is a rise in cancer. And I've seen a rise in fibroid tumors when I started out this journey. Mm
3: hmm. Okay.
1: Um, And so we're getting cancer of the breast, cancer of the prostate, um, cancer of the lymphatic system. So cancer is on the rise. And so the fast food industry is connected to that cancer. And this is and this is a fast food generation. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's um it's geared to like even you go to colleges, they, they put the fast food in a college. They put up the, all the fast food restaurants around the college. Yeah. You know, so this is what the children are studying. young people are studying, this are studying, they're eating hamburgers and french fries and sugar and junk and soda. It's a wonder how they can be sane by the time that they graduate. Because it's in it, they're inundated with um, with toxic living,
3: right? Right.
1: Yeah. So um, we have to really, um, everyone has to get involved in this healing if we're going to save our people. Yeah. Really. Mhm. So it's a, it, we're being bombarded, and we're going to have to clean up. And so for me, well, most people want to be well, but most people are addicted, and so I, I have a formula to break the addiction. And because the addiction is in the blood, if mm-hmm. you clean the blood, you clean the addiction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what that could be from crack, cocaine, fast food, junk food, toxic relationships. When you clean out the blood, you clean the the energy that has what's being pulled back and pulled back into that fast food living. And in terms of fibroid tumors, it's like it's common as a cold. Wow. And another thing that's common is um, hysterectomies. Women aren't even aware. Young women are not aware that they don't want to convey a conveyor belt. Mm. And they don't talk to them. The, the mothers and the grandmothers are not telling them that they had a hysterectomy. And if they told them, then what? They don't know how to prevent it.
2: Of, um, you know, fibroids and prostate issues and these things since you've actually gotten started on your healing journey.
3: So... Um,
1: there, there's a way out, but it's about changing our lifestyle and being consistent. Because even when one, um, I know of a very famous person. He's he, his third time getting cancer of prostate. Um, three strikes are out. It's not a game. Yeah. If we don't change our lifestyle, then we're going to keep even after you get. You might get rid of it. You might be able to get rid of it, and then if you don't change that lifestyle, the thoughts, the attitudes. The emotions, the food—if you don't shift that, it's—it's going to happen again. in returns, you know. And we can even look at our families and really get a, a picture of where we're going to be if we don't change our lifestyle. And families, there's either many families are diabetic, um, other families have had depression, other families have tumors and cysts. and other families have cancer. Some have a bit of all of that. And so, if you look around, your grandmother, grandfather, your uncle, aunt—you can really see where you're going. Or you can then make a choice, and then a healthy choice is that I'm not going to do there's a lifestyle that they're living that is common ground, and I'm going to choose wellness and come out of that that state of toxic living
2: yeah we we get a lot of women that that come into the office and they're dealing with things like fibroids, cysts and and tumors and um the medical industry, they have their traditional approach. You mentioned it earlier with hysterectomies and just the way that they approach it. And um, a lot of women aren't, aren't aware that it's possible to, to actually reverse a lot of these things that, uh, that are going on with them. Can you touch on, it, on that a little bit, the ability to, to reverse health challenges that we have? Yes. Well, first you
1: have to demystify what a fine tumor is. The medical science hasn't figured it out. But um, I've dealt with about a million women at this point. And, and what I found is what a tumor is, it's crystallized mucus. And he we said, well, it's hardened. So where is that mucus coming from? What is it? Well, an old book I read when I first started to study about mucus, mucus is diet healing system. And it's all mucus home foods. It's all white rice and all white bread. It's all white biscuits and dairy. It's all uh, flesh foods, and so that's what grows, the growth of tumor. So even if you have it cut out, if you have radiated out, it's coming back in a year or two. The doctor will tell you that most likely will come back, and then we might get another uh, procedure done, and then you'll be told you should have children now because if you don't have children, you should have children because um, it may happen again, and then they're going to recommend by the third round they recommend a hysterectomy. But right now I'm hearing more hysterectomy recommendations after the first time. Yeah. Come back. So it's getting more acute, and I'm also hearing more um, younger women. Um, the youngest woman I've heard had a hysterectomy. She was 16 years old. Wow. That's really deep. So if we don't take our wounds back and start to heal ourselves, that's that's the only option that we have when we get a tumor this? And then I've seen a correlation with the hemorrhaging, the heavy bleeding. I've been able to see that, and I teach basics, how to recognize what's the condition of the womb. Many women are calling in and have blood transfusions, and you're having blood transfusions because you're losing blood.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: And so you have to, but your blood is weak and toxic, so the blood has to go through a cleansing as opposed to getting someone else's blood.
3: Right.
1: It's dangerous to get someone else's blood. And so some of the blood is infected. Right. So that's very, um, uh, you know, very chancy to, to really go there. So it's better that you take your Dandelion, and you take your dark green and you take your herbs to help repair the blood. And then the menstrual flow, I mean, I'm not aware that the menstrual flow is connected to the number of days and how, and if they would have a tumor. Just add that information that your menstrual flow should, is, is normal. But we're going have a menstrual flow five, six, seven days. But it's not optimal. Mm. So when you go to your physician, the physician will say, well, that's normal for you. Well, normal is not well. Normal is the norm. Right. optimal that I found, menstrual flow should be looking one, two, or three days with no pain and no PMS. And when that goes to that level, then the tumor begins to shrink. And the emotions become more balanced. And there's no more pain. So I'm to a movement to help get help women let go of the pain. Yeah. And so if the if a woman is in pain, her mate is gonna be in pain. Right. Because it's really the same. You know, it's just he's like I'm expression and she's internal expression and if he's not gonna be happy because she's not happy and it's affecting the family. So when a woman is whole and balanced, um, then she can conceive and carry and uh, birth herself and her family will reflect her wholeness from so that place but it's it, you know it may also say the same thing it takes a greater responsibility for our wellness and as we make the shift then the relationship also will make the shift
0: yes and before we continue on with the show let's take a minute to hear from our sponsors Let's face it, we are living in a world set up for us not to be healthy. And with the overabundance of health information available, it's so easy to get overwhelmed and confused on which path to take, which leads to inaction and not making health a top priority. Well, that can all change. We are Life Strength and Health, the number one center in New Jersey for helping you to detoxify and address your digestive system challenges. We provide support, accountability, guidance, education. We will be with you every step but a way to help simplify this process and help you to reach your health goals. So if you're ready to take action, if you're ready to make your health a top priority, then visit us at LifeStrengthandHealth.com or give us a call at 1-800-503-7127 and book your consultation today. Don't live in a New Jersey area. Don't sweat it. We can work with you virtually. So visit us at lifestrengthandhealth.com or give us a call at 1-800-503-7127 and book your consultation or virtual consultation today.
2: Yeah, you you, you touched on something very important, the whole concept of um, normal versus optimum. and And, you know, in our society, we've been taught that um when something is normal that it's fine so people look positive at normal and uh normal is just the norm of what everyone else has sick can be can be the norm but optimum is is the true key that's what we should be striving for optimum so we want to find out on every level what's optimum um as far as our body is concerned and and um so what's the, what is your, what's the Queen of Fools approach to beginning a, a path of, of helping people to restore their health? You touched on it, uh, touched on it a bit.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, the first thing is that um, right in the circles, I would say that the way out of our condition, the way out of our suffering and our pain is in. And what does that mean? When we get in tune, we're able to hear the voice of the Most High and all the different names. O Jemaah, Jehovah, Allah. We can hear that voice giving us guidance. As we stay connected to that voice, that we can walk ourselves out of pain and suffering. We just have to ask the question. Practice. It's a practice. Ask the question, how do I get healed? Where do I go? What should I do? What should I shift? Relax. Listen from within. Practice it, And you'll hear the answer. Does so as you hear the answer, then you have to follow through for what you're hearing. So that's connecting to your spirit. Then you have to um, detox. Because so all my books have been written from that place. I just keep asking the question. And uh, what, what, how am I, what am I supposed to give? How am I supposed to share this? What am I... And so I just stay there and constantly listening. So I can't even take credit for the book. I just listen. Yeah. And then then I give what I hear. And that takes a lot of um, detox. You have to clean up in order to get to that place Mm. where you can ask a question about your children, about your family, about your work, about your purpose. And the deeper you go into that cleansing. So what is the cleansing, Detoxication. Well, you detox from the thoughts toxic thoughts. You detox from the toxic foods. You let begin let the foods go and go to alternative eating. You use the elements. My primary work is based on the elements. Our bodies are made up of elements. Air, lungs, breath, fire, blood, reproductive system, energy, vital power, water, circulation, flexibility, and earth, stability, grounding, strength. And so in our body, it's made up in nature the same way. So when we have an adverse reading, um, a void reading, a normal reading, we have to come out of harm's way. And then there are food, juices, meditation, movements, breath work that's inside that would help us to make our transition out of disease based on waking up your inner element. And how can you tell? Well... For example, if um, you have high blood pressure, then your blood is toxic. You can bring it down to Mm cleansing. If you have asthma, that's your air element, you can take your limits and lines and do your deep breathing. That will clear that out. Your earth, that will help you be stable and centered and restored. And the bones empowered. You will take your dark green. And you turn up. And so in nature, there is an um, antidote for every issue that we have. I cover 103 diseases. And inside of that, for the women, I cover 40 wound issues. So I have put together a 21-day detox program that I've had since um, about 33 years ago. I've started then. And I've, I've just fine-tuned it over the years. And what it does is it sends you to nature. And in that sending to nature, you see the elements that you need, or I'll teach you in the book, that you need to bring your air up to balance so you have no more respiratory issues, your blood to balance so you have no more um, rage and anger because you clean out the blood. Um, You build up your fire, your your water, and your earth so you're not suffering from kidney failure. Um, uh, edema. So in every disease that there is, the elements are at a state of trauma. So when you detox, disease is only two things. It gives different names depending on where it's in the body. Mm-hmm. But it, it's either malnourishment, the body organ is not nourished, or toxicity. And so it builds up of accumulation of waste. So if you rectify that, that fetal organ, by putting one nature's helpers, then the Bible come into balance bow, to come into to hold, And it won't be in a state of disease. What I've done um, for the people is I've put together these circles. It's 12 of them in the book. And I have, I base all disease on bouncing out the air, the fire, the water, and the earth. So I'll get antidotes. I'll do movement, I'll do water, I'll do heat, I'll do uh, clay, working with all the elements to help restore the body. So if someone is to study the book, they'll be able to help their friends and family. At least we should be able to do that. We should be empowered enough to not only heal ourselves, but to also help our friends and family. So that's, you know, those are some of the works that I do. Now that came out of, working with a medical doctor. we worked together, well, it's been six years. But she had many of her patients. She's in the other part of Brooklyn. I'm um, in Crown Heights, and she's been, um, well, been a minute. Um, well, I cannot remember exactly. But she's in Brooklyn, in two separate corners of, of Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And so her patients were getting better, and she would ask them, what do you do that's different? And they would tell her oftentimes. I went to see Queen of Florence 21 Day detox. Well, one day she um, asked, you know, of uh, her patient, where's your wife? And he said, well, she's a clear She said, okay, I have to meet her. So I've been waiting to meet this doctor. I didn't know who it was going to be, but I knew that I needed to meet a doctor who would help to quantify my work. And so we did connect, and we gave each other a gift. She asked me to teach um, this work at her clinic. To teach it to her patients and her staff. So every month she would ask me a topic. She'd give me a topic. She said, could you cover diabetes this month, high blood pressure the next month, it's 12, it's 12 topics. And I volunteered and I brought I bought the nature cures and I also brought the food so they can eat and drink and have a tea to correspond it to those systems that were diseased. At the end of the year, that was my gift to her clinic. She gave me a gift. She clinically tested the work of a 21-day, 12-week program, and she brought four nurses in with it and 29 patients and clients. And they went through the healing. Um, I provided the formulas. She did pro bono her clinic and her service, and she did examinations. It was amazing because she was at examinations, and she'd come out of the room, and she'd be excited, oh, so-and-so, so come up with medication. For that for diabetes. So and so, so come on the medication high blood pressure. She's as ecstatic as we are as natural healers when that happens. Yeah. She doesn't want our people to be sick. She loves us. And she's not threatened by natural healing, which is was not the norm. Right. Mm-hmm. So you know, so it is that story I talk about that in terms of coming together as much as we can from all the different realms of coming into circle, allopathic, holistic. Come into circle, healing our families and our friends because we're no greater than
2: a circle that we're in and no less. Wow, you just really touched on a lot of powerful things. Um, one, I just want everyone to pay attention to everything that she was just talking about. She's talking about a complete, holistic approach to. Bringing balance back to your body because a lot of times in our society we get stuck on one thing, you know, nutrition or uh, fitness or just the one thing she she touched on mental, physical, nutrition, emotional, spiritual. And the well-roundedness relationship, she touched on so many things. And it's important that we touch on all of those things and bring all of those things back into balance if we want to be optimum. And and another thing that you touched on, which I think is powerful, is working with the medical doctor and quantifying your work. Because so many times the work that we do, even though it's effective, a lot of people push it to the side and they dismiss it because they say that, you know, there is no quote unquote science behind it. And it's not in all of these medical journals. When you really do have people out there doing the work, they may not publish it because that's not our concern. Our concern is really healing and helping the people. And, you know, you're Speaking right now and talking about the effects and working with the medical doctor and having your programs quantify and I think that that that's amazing because a lot of people say that that hasn't been done when it has you're doing the work and you're pres- producing the results and I, I think that's amazing. Well,
1: It took time. I remember going to a, another medical doctor. He's passed now. May he rest in peace. And I asked him, you know, to help me with this project. And they told me I going to be thirty thousand dollars is to take uh, maybe twenty people through. And I said, Okay, I have to be I have to be wealthy to do that because that's like an extra thing beyond know, my normal. Mm-hmm. But I had to really um just study the course to be able to attract someone who would be willing and not feel threatened and fearful and be and, and be able, you know what happened with with the Dr. Brenda Sheridan, she would go to um, she'd be keynote, oftentimes, and the other doctors speaking and nurses. And they would say, the poor African-American community, you know, how sick we are. And she was just constantly hear this. And then her whole report in, in Washington, you know, look how sick, you know, this group of people are. Uh, and she said, it's has got to be another way, you know. And so she was so open because she really did want our wellness. And that was a very unique circumstance. Uh, but there's gonna we have to do we do have to bridge though. Know? We have to bridge these gaps. We have to bridge the gaps between the young and the old. Uh, my mother, um, she's ninety-one, but she was dying at ninety and um the whole thing was prepared for the funeral. And she asked me one day, we carried her to the bathroom, we had to carry her around the house. And so she said, do um, you think I'll ever walk again? And I said, do you want to? She said, yes, I do. I said, well, then let's do it. And I was able to read her brain with the with the pendulum. I knew how her brain was not functioning optimally, and she would forget. And she would think I was her granddaughter. Mm-hmm. Or she couldn't do a crossword puzzle. So I kept feeding nourishment into her brain. And then I started helping her to move her body. So the oxygen was flowing. So what I did in this book first was I put exactly what I did for the elderly. So, you you know, you're the child, and then she's going to have to be a caretaker for someone. So I gave all the work that you can do, no matter what they're going through. This is what you can do in this case. This is what so now she's off of all medication. She's walking. She has her gardening.
0: That's great. Um,
1: She's thinking and it's you know, and as long as she lives, I think she just close her eyes for a day and she'll go to the next zone.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But as long as she lives, she will not feel the stress of, you know, just collapsing and walking with that collapse and being in a wheelchair for her life. And we that's a gift that we all can have from nature to be able to give that to our elderly. And it's and you know, even in I, I, as I was working on the book, um, uh, there was a mother, and she said, do you remember me that I came and I saw you um, 15 years ago? And she told me about her son who had, um, that, um, what, what's the disease of the children? I'm trying to look at the book. When, um, when they actually stare at the walls and they rock, with children, I'm trying to see where that story is. But what it is is that his brain was not optimal. And I told one thing I said that, you have to get him off of the sugar. Something so simple, but so addictive. Yeah. Uh huh. And so, and then you have to give him his greens to help repair him. Green salads and green juices and his green nutritional formulas and so on. And so she did that. Autism, and um, he went from. Uh, she reminded me. She I put in the book. He went from like eighty to ninety milligrams to twenty. And so now he's going to go into college. Wow. Yeah. So we work, we're we settling for disease. We think this is it. Once, it's like a life. It's a death sentence. But it's not really. Right. Because we can overcome and we can be well, but it's going to take detoxing and letting go of some of those old habits that have walked us into a dead zone.
2: Mm. Yeah, I like that. Settling. For, for sickness. That's what a lot of people do. They settle for it, not realizing that they have a choice. And um, one one thing that you touched on, you were talking about how uh, women, when they're um, not feeling well and they're sick, then their husbands or their mates aren't doing well also. And I'm looking at some of the uh, the things that you're working on right now. And uh one one of the things that you're doing is a relationship detox. Now we know that there's a lot of different types of detoxes out there. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Like what is a relation detox and what's the work that you're doing with that? Well, actually, this
1: um workshop came out of Queen Neat, who set this um up. Now, this is her vision of me um doing this work. So when someone asks me, when people ask me to write books, basically they've asked me, and I have to go in and I have to reflect on that. And so in the Relationship Detox is that we have relationships that vibrate at the rate that we're on. Whether we're aware of the vibration that we're on or we are conscious. So you have a subconscious space. then You have your conscious space. Okay, I know I'm quick to anger. I know I argue people when they come around me. Um, and I'm not satisfied with life and so you may be conscious of that and so you get relationships that reflect that then you have the other part where I don't know why that person did that to me I don't know how come that that happened all over again I changed the relationship I changed the, the garment everything changed but the relationship is still the same well that's because we're carrying blockage in us and it's all about the frequency so the lower the frequency in our bodies, everything is energy, the more toxic the relationships that we bring in. The higher our frequency, our energy field, the healthier, the more healthier the relationships that we start to bring in because we can be we can be caught up in a cesspool of confusion, but that's because we need to clean up. And that's cleaning up as far back. The first class, we talked about um, parents. And there are a lot of, um, the class is open so those who want to join us to start the up class tonight talking about mates. But we're talking about parenting, and that's the root of what we're going through in our relationship. How, we, and I asked a question, I said, how do you feel about positively about your mother and your father? This And how do you feel about them, you know, in terms of upsetness, anger, or whatever it is that's negative? And so, I would keep hearing what they're saying and one of the things is um, controlling, That like the masculine is controlling and the feminine is um, speaking words that make them feel less uh, who they are. So that relationship actually grows and it festers in you and when you go to get a mate, you get the same relationship that you, that you were developed in and you may not be conscious of it. You say, I'm a good person. How come I have someone who's abusing me? well, because it was given to you as a as a youth. your father's firm, your mother's open. They came together with all of who they are the good, the bad, the positive, the negative every bit of who they are came together and you came to that frequency. Now you' not, you're not a prisoner to it mm. to and you can come out of it, but you have to be aware that it's there. And so that's 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 about self reflection, taking a look at, examining what is where I am with my with my parents. And because what happens if no shift that then we raise our children be toxic. Mm-hmm. And so we have to then heal that. So we're healing for our past and then we're also healing our present and then healing our future. And by the time, for example, people get to being grandparents, they have figured it out. But the children are jacked up.
3: Right. right.
1: Yeah. So you have these really powerful grandparents that have learned a lot of lessons of what to do, what not to do. And so they're really great at at the parenting then. But the person's all grown up with all of the issues of their mother, their father, positive or negative. And so just keep these relationships alive in us and walking and drawing them to us. So, you know, so I did some things to do this week. I have everyone just purging, taking their baths. I take seven baths straight um, to release the emotional blockage. That's the water element, the stuff that's pinned up. Um, and so that waste, that emotional baggage was oozed out from the skin, which is the second largest eliminate organ in the body. I have them um, being on live foods for seven days as much as they can, live food, create a live consciousness, a live body. I have them rising up at 4 o'clock in the morning so they can hear their inner voice and be guided by their inner voice and journal it. Journal what's coming through. Journal what you're releasing. Get it relationship relationship. I start out saying having an internal uh, relationship with yourself that you are connected and that you can now see what you could not see before because you're taking much concerted effort and time to Be with your inner self, and when you do that, everything starts to be revealed to you what you have to change and what forgiveness that has to happen for your relationships going forward to be healthy. So, those are some of the things that we're working on now getting ready to go into um, detoxing our mate and then going to the next week, detoxing our friendships and our children, our spiritual leaders, and our women, and all that. And once Um, I'm looking at is waking up the right brain more with the sacred geometry images. Mm. Images help us to clean up. For example, um, the lotus is uh, one of the symbols for cleaning. Um, In the the soil, there is a lotus seed. And that lotus, the seed, the lotus represents illumination, cleansing a uh, 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 divine aroma in the universe um, goodness. It's it's high frequency. So out of the mud, the seed that the mud is a challenge comes forth the lotus. That's an African concept. But as you're, as you're in this uh, mud and the seed is now growing, it's starting to climb up through the water and what does the water do? but purify? And then you get to the top, then what do you do? You blossom. You become illuminated. So that's one of the visualizations that we have. Another one is the mirror. It's a heteroidal mirror. We anticipate the concept of the mirror. And the mirror is so we can reflect within. So what we're seeing, we can take the mirror of everybody around us and see a part of ourselves. And then we can say, oh, I don't like that about that person. And you've got to raise your vibration mm-hmm. that much higher. And as you do that, you start to do self-reflection and start listening from within, you'll come out of that state, and the relationship will to be whole and healthy and vibrant. So that's just a, a little bit of the sacred geometry that we're using as we're going up the, the, the circuit, up the ladder, and, and so we're basing on the elements, air, fire, water, earth, every seven days, we're going to higher ground until we get up to the top of the Mercury, until we get to the top of the pyramid. And I became the king the queen that's when you're in
2: your whole state. So that's our journey. And we're on it. Yeah, looking at the, the state of health as far as relationships are concerned, on all levels between, you know, man and woman and our children, our parents, our friends, um, this seems like it's really needed. When, when is your class or workshop, what, what days is it offered on? And how can people get involved in that?
1: Yes. Yeah. The class is held on Mondays. Um, you can come in. Um, tonight is the, the mate's detox, so you can um, actually come in on the mate level of detoxification. We're, if we're building a house, so we started with the, with the parents, and then now you're going your matehood, what that looks like as a result of parroting, which you've been working on transforming. So they can um, actually call in this numbing, call Queen Meat. Okay. Like they're interested in taking the relationship detox journey. And her number is 404-401-7448. Queen Eat, out Atlanta, Georgia, 404-401-7448.
2: Yeah, we'll, we'll, and we'll provide um, all of the information in our show notes. So people will have that um, written for them as well so they can contact you and Whoever they need to, Queen need as far as uh, getting involved in in your workshop. And uh, as as we begin to uh, to wrap up, Queen, let me just ask you a question: A person that's just starting out, that's just starting out on this this path, and you know it's just so much information for a lot of people. Um, where would the first place be that you would recommend them to start on their on their journey to wellness? That's your
1: home up. As a wellness home, um, and look at it as a roundhouse. The roundhouse is an African dust hut. That brings you into um, left and right brain harmony circle. So go from room to room and charge your room. So it's not just a house anymore. You go put go to sleep, fall out, grab something and eat. It. That's it. Your kitchen is your now your pharmacy. That's your nutrition, kitchen, pharmacy. So every time you bring any food or juice or drink or fruit, whatever that you bring in, it has to be for your wellness. Then you go and you, so you anoint that room. Then you have the next room, which is not, it's not your bathroom. It's your hydrotherapy room, your home spa. And that's where you bathe and you wash and you cleanse and you polish and you glow and you shine and you release and you harmonize. So you'll learn the healing baths in there. And the internal baths and the sinus baths and the showers, all that is all the different waters work. They will harmonize. You go into the living room, the live in room. It's not a television room. It's where you think of family vision and family business and meditation and prayer and your movement practice. So that's that room charged. Then you have the regeneration uh, chamber. When you do your inversion, as the sun is coming up, you lay down, you put your feet in 45 degrees, or have to pillows by your legs, and now you're inverted, and the energy comes back, recycles back, the power comes back, found the found of views that you're connected to. And then you do the same thing at night, you do the same thing in the morning. So now, all the rooms in your house are blessed and charged, and it's a strong space to take you through. So I would say clean up your house as you're cleaning up your body, as you're cleaning up your mind, put your house in divine healing order. Bless your house. As you go into your house or come out of your house, say this house that I'm in, this is my wellness home. So whether it be a room or it's a loft or it's a two-story, whatever it is, this is my wellness home. And then everyone who comes into your home will be healed. And every time you go home, you'll get a healing, you are going to higher and
2: higher frequency, higher and higher ground. So I say, start with raising the
0: vibration of your home. Wow, that was uh, yeah, it was amazing.
2: Yeah, that was, that was <laughs> profound. Um, I mean, you're, you're turning your home into a temple,
0: right?
2: And and you're you're charging it with the consciousness so that every every with every room that you step into, you step into that room with purpose. Yes. and you're not just. Just being, you know, you you you're moving through your home with purpose. So if you, and that's the that's the home base. So if you're moving through your home with purpose, imagine when you leave your home and you move through life. Yeah, that that's amazing. And mm-hmm. and and um, final question. So if they if if it was just one thing that that they could do, just this one single thing, people with um. With ADD, and I know it's things that they could do about that. But right now, if it was one thing, um, piece of advice that you can give them as a as, as what they can do for their health, what would that be?
1: Green juice. Green juice every day. I mean, when I come into town, I'm going to do a lecture presentation. I go straight. The car picks me up and takes me straight, not to the presentation, not to the hotel, but to a juice bar. And I said, I have to get my fuel. Yeah. Juice every day. You're making it or you have you to a, a health food stores making it and you're having your green juice, your because the green has chlorophyll, it's the sun food. And from the sun through photosynthesis, it revitalizes us. So the green juice you revitalizes your nervous system and shocked. It revitalizes the brain if you're if you're going into Alzheimer's or forgetfulness or depression. It you revitalizes your bones and your joints. So if you have arthritis you can get rid of that. It vitalizes your, your blood so your blood you, don't, you come out of high blood pressure. So, the green is that single thing of you know, taking that green juice every day that will revitalize you quickly and will put you on your path and will break the addictions if you focus in on that one thing. That's my, that's my salvation. Yeah. That's how I brought my mother back. That's how I bring everybody back who comes to see me. I always give them the green light nutritional formula. So, I say green chlorophyll builds, restores, renews, and powers.
2: Wow, yeah, that that's that's really that's a really good place to start for a lot of people. I know there are a lot of um, you know, juicing is getting more popular, but there are a lot of machines out there that they don't really juice, they kind of blend in a sense, like the NutriBullet and the Vitamix, it blends it up. Uh, is that just as effective as, as juicing and just extracting the juice and leaving the, the pulp with, with these new, you know, kind of processing systems? Or do you um, prefer people to go straight for the juice itself? They, work. they both work. Okay. They both work. I mean, as long as
1: it's liquid, it, because it buys made of 75% liquid and you take in 75% liquid every day um, in all these different ways the body will now adjust and it will start to break down the plaque from the liquefying. Right. So that's the main thing is to liquefy. So if you're blending it, if you can handle it blend it, I prefer <laughs> having juice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me too. <laughs> Give
0: me the oh, liquid. Like, liquid
1: <laughs> soup. Yeah. Put your cajun in, put a little sage in, put it in a bowl and you have a live soup.
2: Right. You Absolutely. Know,
1: you know, but juice, what this what it does, it goes directly to the blood sugar and begins to repair the body immediately because already pre-digested. So whether you have it blended or whether you have the juice, either or it's fine. Um, of course, if you're blending it, that means you're not extracting anything, everything, but it has to be organic if you do it that way. Right. You don't have a glass of pesticides.
2: Right. Right, yeah. So <clears throat> if you're going to use a processor, you want to make sure that it's organic, but either way, it's a good way to go, and that's the the, the best place to start if it was one thing that's great Uh, we really appreciate um, you coming on you share so much with us
0: so um, before we go queen I just want to say thank you so much for joining us today yeah this was so powerful and being in the industry and hearing this information again it just it keeps inspiring you to keep doing better and more for me personally Um, so I definitely enjoyed uh, speaking with you today Thank
1: you both. You're a wonderful
0: couple. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Karen. You're so
1: beautiful. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure.
0: All right. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon. So that is the conclusion of our interview with Queen Afua. For access to the show notes pages, just go to lifestrengthandhealth.com forward slash podcast type Queen Afua in the search box and you will get direct access to the show notes pages for the show. And on the show notes pages, that's where we reference any links. um, Any information that was mentioned in the podcast will be listed on the show notes pages, as well as you can also download the episode there as well. And please spread the word about our podcast because the more people that hear our show, it'll help to support our mission of educating, empowering, and inspiring individuals to live. Healthier, okay. Make sure you check us out on iTunes, on Stitcher Radio, or Google Play. Subscribe to our show on there, and you'll get direct uh, notification when we uh, release new shows, okay? So stay tuned for the next episode. We want to say thank you for listening to the show and for access to the show notes pages. More podcast episodes. Blog content, as well as more information about our center, Life Strength and Health, then just visit us at lifestrengthandhealth.com. Until next time, live healthier.